0: I've gotten to the point now where I do not want to go through a drive-thru anymore. (laughs) You know, I didn't realize it until afterwards, but one burger, one fry, and one drink from a water burger. Do you know what that cost me?
1: Mm.
0: Almost 20 bucks. And I was like, no, that can't be right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I added bacon and cheese to, to my burger and by the time i was done looking at it it was 20 bucks and it was just like you know what i can do with 20 bucks i can get a medium grade ribeye steak for 20 bucks mm-hmm. i can get a you know beautiful almost pound of salmon oh, i can get a pound of salmon for 20 bucks yeah i'm i'm done like it's just gotten ridiculous. It's nobody, nobody's affordable. Fast food is not affordable anymore. Mm-mm. It's I, I sat and it was, the whole thing of going out and just grabbing a quick little breakfast. I was like, oh yeah, we'll just grab a couple of breakfast burritos and things like that. I, I looked at that, in the finances, it was forty five dollars for everybody.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> like, what? You know how many eggs I can buy for forty five dollars? I'm not doing this anymore, you know. I mean, I'm 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 looking at this going no. I'm going to put my money into us, investing into us. We're we're sitting here busting our tail. We've got a website now that is set up and I did the numbers on it and when we're done it's going to be over 380 pages. Jeez. 3 new pages added a day. I'm sitting here going, "Oh, man, this is nuts to think about, right?" Mm-hmm. And it's like, "Okay, So there's no way, no way I'm going to, I'm going to just keep shelling out all this money for crap food. It is crap food. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm not going to do that anymore. That's just, that's just, no. When are you going to make your beans next?
1: Um, I was thinking about making them tomorrow just because, uh, we have all the stuff for it except for, um, any kind of broth and okay. the broth powder that you liked in the last one we, mm-hmm. we don't have anymore and okay. i forgot when we had gone to the store i forgot i forgot that i needed anything when we went to the store i was just following you <laughs> but there's a couple of things that i've been using like a lot more recently that we just we've slowly been running out of and i want to like because we got a big huge bag of oatmeal for all of us before and it lasted us like you know six months and now we're back to buying you know we ran out of it officially and now we're back to buying the little ones from you know kroger's and those don't last us long at all Mm -hmm. and oatmeal is such an easy and versatile breakfast food same thing with the beans you know and you know if we get good quality ground beef from a place i'm more than happy to make chili often enough and cornbread because those are all like those are all cheap foods that everybody enjoys and can be you know redone different ways every single time if i make chili and we have hot dogs in the house. Tabby will lose her mind over some chili dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some true, genuine, homemade chili dogs. But, yeah, no, so far as far as the beans, yeah, we can, if we get the powder, I can make it tomorrow.
0: Okay. Okay, yeah, because that sounds, sounds good to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at grocery prices. I'm looking at fast food prices. I'm like, seriously, $20 for a single combo meal. That baffles my brain. Mm -hmm.
1: It's
0: Like, and no, I didn't get something stupid and outrageous. It was like just ridiculous. The burger was $10. Yeah. The burger was $10 before I did anything to it. Oh, no, 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 not going to. I'm I'm done. I I mean, seriously, I, I thought about that. I was like, just the fuel in that. No, if I was going to spend 30 bucks, okay, I would have just spent it and driven out to Dallas for in and out at that point. But I <laughs> no, think everybody would be a little there's irritated. A
1: <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that, you know, I keep looking at, like, along the lines of that. Uh, now that, you know, Nikki is home, I'm mm. going to start harping on her about a couple of things that, like, her and I are going to do, you know, in preparation for things like that, like making bread you know ahead of time so that we have a constant supply of bread in the house because if we have good sized sandwich bread we never have to buy bread same thing if we get you know if we make french bread and you know loaves for when we have you know pastas mm-hmm. and, and you know ribeyes and things like that so that we have something to just pull out of the freezer and pop into the oven really quick you know we buy all those things and yeah it's like oh yeah no it's a dollar from walmart it's like it's even cheaper when we make it because mm-hmm. we make it in bulk For a dollar. And so it's just there's a lot of stuff that I keep looking at and like tortillas are another thing. I I personally don't like um, the process to make corn tortillas is a little bit different than the process to make flour tortillas. So it's like, you know, if we're making corn tortillas, it has to be like a set aside day that I'm just gonna sit down and make corn tortillas because I I couldn't like mix that in. Like I can make tortillas and bread in the same day and not feel like it's a lot, but corn tortillas, even though it's still easy I just the process is different in a way that I feel like it would throw me off and I would not enjoy it (laughs) so no I I things like that you know we can make a lot of meals Mm -hmm. from you know random bulk items that we can get and like you know we can keep buying potatoes right now and then you know by the end of this year we won't really have to buy them for at least like two months if we know how to you know preserve them right which I've seen a bunch of different people it's going to be hard out here because it's a lot more humid but I was thinking we still have a basement, and the basement, if we put you know fix up or get a different dehumidifier for down there, mm-hmm. we can store potatoes in there because if you put them in sand, same thing with carrots, if you put them in sand, like all root crops <laughs> they they don't sprout and they stay good for like months and apparently a lot of people did that, yeah, but that's why we' put it in the basement, yeah so it's just like i I yeah i want to i want to look into more and more of the preserving and actually making food ahead of time because we get to that point where we just don't want to make anything and Mm -hmm. if i make uh i I was thinking about it it it's like the same the same things with the beans and the chili and everything like we all love those things and we need to have foods that we freeze dry in bulk like that where i make chili you know four days in a row just so that i can put it into the freeze dryer and anytime that it's like oh man i don't want to cook oh let's go get something out no let's just heat up some of the freeze dried chili that way we don't have to go and buy something cuz we're lazy all we have to do is boil some water and then we have chili so it's like that's what i'm looking at is you know we we like instant things for the days that we don't have you know the energy or we've been busy mm-hmm. or whatever it is or something quick from being sick yeah <laughs> so it's something you know easy and simple that we can actually have in the house that's still mm-hmm. homemade without all of the work because we already did all the work so, just I'm looking at things like that. I mean, even now, I'm like, you know, we keep getting more. We keep, I keep saying it, and then we keep all forgetting. Me, too. And I'm like, you know, we should be eating salads every night. And then we haven't eaten mm-hmm. the salads because we just keep forgetting. I'm like, we just need to go to the store and get, like, ten avocados and, like, two packages of tomatoes because we don't have any. We're not going to have avocados for years at this point. <laughs> and um, the... Yeah. Uh, tomatoes aren't going to be in for probably, you know, we're not going to have like a steady supply of them for like another month. Um, Mm -hmm. They have to get tall enough. And now some of them are tall enough. And like I said, I've got one that's starting to form. And then he's got a second buddy next to him that's starting to form. So uh, I'm excited about that. But, you know, until they're steady supply, we're going to have to get them uh, from the store. But yeah, so many, so many salads.
0: Well, I'm thinking about, you know, because potatoes are cheap and easy and I don't like the way our cutters working right now it Was great starter cutter. It mm-hmm. was good, but I'm looking at a commercial chopper at this point because we can use it for so many things like mm-hmm. not just, not just that, but I mean it does, you know, Julianne shoestring, regular cuts. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I think it's probably not a bad idea at this point, you know, just to really make an investment into a cutter because we all like like even um what's it called uh, air fryer french fries yeah we like them and we have you know?
1: a b- nice giant air fryer <laughs> yeah so it's
0: like so we should be taking advantage of that so uh, yeah i'm just looking at okay how do we make these things a part of our normal day because mm-hmm. even potatoes are just starting to get expensive i mean it's it's gotten it good potatoes are starting to get expensive i should say it's like we can still go to to uh walmart and go buy a cheap five dollar bag of 10 pounds of potatoes and Mm -hmm. then you look at those potatoes and half of them are green yeah or rotting or growing and it's like okay you know we get a little bit better option here because i've seen the ones that are like hey texas potatoes and i'm like okay good but i'm happy they come from texas Mm -hmm. but if they're small rinky dinks what (laughs) does it matter so yeah so that's where that is and with that said, welcome to the afternoon dive on the stupid podcast on everything where I'm Joey and
1: I'm Kiki and
0: we talk about everything and nothing all at once. Today is Wednesday, April 19th. I am uh, recovering from a cold. My voice is a point where I cannot hide it. I have, I think so far, been hiding pretty well how I've been feeling, but today is just uh, not going to happen. It's not there. This afternoon is just not going to happen. I was pretty good even this morning. So, you know. We are tricky, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's a lot of crap going on. Today's our economics day. Uh, for those of you who are newer to joining us, Wednesday, we talk about uh, all kinds of things going on in the economy and politics, how it ties into all of us, and just to understand this. Um, so I want to start it by saying this. So you owe the federal government right now requires from you $187,500 dollars. So can you write a check today, or you got that in cash laying around somewhere? <laughs> no. Why not?
1: Because I don't have a job. But
0: but the government needs that money right now.
1: Okay. Well, I don't owe the government anything.
0: No, 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 no. You owe one hundred eighty-seven thousand five hundred dollars. I owe one hundred eighty-seven thousand five hundred dollars. Everybody listening to this podcast that's in the U.S. owes one hundred eighty-seven thousand five hundred dollars. Of new debt, this year, I mean, this administration alone, right now. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's impossible, no joke. So, with this 4.8 trillion dollars um, of this new spending that's, that's been put in there, it now puts us just over six trillion dollars divided by 320 million Americans. Means that my daughters. All kids, everybody alive in the United States right now that's a legal citizen has to cough up $187,500 without interest just to pay that back. So what what could you do with $187,500?
1: Get a car. <laughs> I could continue to expand on my... Garden in a way mm-hmm. that nobody ever expected. Buy the side lot and continue more of a garden. I could get farm animals and equipment. I <laughs> I could do a lot of stuff. Put a pool in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Buy a pool house for that pool in the backyard. <laughs> There's a lot of things I could do with that much money.
0: Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's absolutely out of hand. This this is I. Could you imagine? If that money was taken from you, no. Could you? I mean, seriously, (laughs) they're talking about taxing the rich. These fuckers are the rich. Four point eight trillion, plus you know the one point two trillion we've already been spending. Six trillion dollars, people. Six trillion dollars. Look at everybody in your family. Think of every person in your family. How fast can you break a million dollars that you owe? You <laughs> owe it. You, you voted this in. We owe this right now. You owe this. I owe this. $187,500. We owe in taxes right now. Seriously.
1: That's not even half my family and that's a million dollars.
0: Like, I don't have to leave this house. This house is over a million dollars. Yeah, that's that's the debt. You know what? You know what debt like that is? That's indenturement. I mean we are dentured servants to one hundred eighty-seven thousand five hundred dollars in the last two years. Last three years, almost yeah, three years. Last three years, one hundred eighty-seven thousand five hundred dollars. Do you know what? It, Another word for indenturement is slavery. Yeah. These jackholes that we voted in passed a bill, a series of bills to put us so hard in debt in a recession. They are not going to be happy until we are broken. This isn't a joke. Look it up. Everybody can look it up. This up, uh, literally talking about the, the Biden administration's new bill. I'll, you know, I'll just I'll read it right now here. Hold on. All right, and this is what's awesome. And this is this is coming from uh, crfb. dot uh, org, which is the Committee for Responsible Federal uh, Committee for Responsible Federal Budgeting. They are bipartisan, right down the middle. Like they don't even talk about anything other than current president, and they only have stuff that is all backed by facts, including the American Rescue Plan. I mean, just everything that they have, they they literally have all the numbers for this. So $4.8 billion is a net result of $4.6 trillion in new spending, roughly $500 billion in tax cuts and breaks. That's right. Oh, we're going to make all the rich pay all the stuff, except guess who got the biggest brunt of the tax cuts and breaks that were given in this administration? 400 billion dollars in spending, 600 billion dollars of revenue increasing policies, right? Which I could have figured out how to do 600 billion dollars in revenue increasing policies real quick. Don't spend 600 billion dollars. <laughs> and it, so here I'm going to break these down. So the American Rescue Plan was 1.85 trillion dollars. Um FY the 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 in February, uh the omnibus bill, omnibus bill was $625 billion. The quote-unquote bipartisan infrastructure law, $370 billion, with the majority of those going to union-based contract positions. Um, honoring our PACT Act, that's right, expanded veteran, veterans' health and disability benefits to veterans who have or presumed to have, have been exposed to toxic substances while on active duty and have been diagnosed with certain health ailments that could be connected to, to this exposure. Is three uh, allows three hundred up to three hundred ninety billion dollars of discretionary funding to be reclassified, um, you know, as mandatory. So funding, um, SNAP increased one hundred and eighty-five billion dollars. Oh, but it doesn't matter because the increase, by the way, for SNAP. Just so everybody knows this. All this money that went into administration doesn't cover the adjustment for the increased inflation of the cost of a tomato, right? So health-related executive orders. That's right. That's that. Isn't that a beautiful little blanket statement? 175 billion dollars. Uh, Chips and Science Act of 2022, 80 billion dollars, right? So for, to incentivize semiconductor uh, plants is what that, that money is going for. Ukraine, $55 billion. That's right. Jeez. So the Inflation Reduction Act, that was, let's just go with, go with that one. Oh, don't worry. We took money away from that one. Um, no, it's not the way that it worked. So by the time that's done, nobody knows what that's actually going to cost, cost us. So I didn't put it in there. No worries. Okay. The student debt relief repayment and cancellation, which, by the way, ends up being a joke and a half because this number, understand this, $750 billion. You know what that equates to? Mm-hmm. $10,000 off of their loan. <laughs> by the way, boys and girls, if, if you don't get this, the majority of your student loans are underwritten by the federal government through banks meaning that if the federal government pulls that money banks struggle and then what happens then the banks have hard times with money and banks collapse but luckily since this happened you know in uh 2020 that hasn't happened so we haven't had any problems with any of the banks we're secure right which uh is why all of a sudden my Barclay Choice card, MasterCard, is suddenly now a Wells Fargo MasterCard. No choice to me and I fucking hate Wells Fargo. I didn't want a Wells Fargo card. I have no reason to have a Wells Fargo card. So now I'll be getting rid of that because the only way they're going to let me pay for that is through a Wells Fargo account. So... I'm not going to do this. I'm getting rid of my Bank of America card for the same damn reason. I'm sick of this. I am so nauseated by this and people are okay with it. So, how are you going to be paying for the $187,500?
1: I cannot.
0: (laughs) I cannot. We lost money these last several years. We constantly lose money. That's what business is about. Reinvesting your money. So you don't have money. We're not sitting here on some fat lump of profit where I'm like, ah, ah, oh, look at me rolling on money like it's breaking bad. No, which, by the way, did not look comfortable. <laughs> but it's absolutely ridiculous. And and I also want to point out that this all this that I'm talking about is before interest. Right now, there's seven hundred billion dollars in outstanding interest on on the money that we've already taken out. <laughs> So 21 to 23, right? $4.8 trillion plus interest, plus everything else that we've put in there equals another $1.2 trillion. So $6 trillion effing dollars. This is a kid with a blank checkbook thinking they can write themselves out of debt. This is, I'm going to get out of this hole by digging with a shovel right mm-hmm. that's that's what they're trying to do right now it doesn't work that way you don't dig up out of a hole <laughs> it doesn't work oh I, you know physics you can cuz you dig off to the side and dig at an upward angle it doesn't change the hole we are we are in an, an atrocious place and i'm i'm blown away that people just you know what do, what do people care about oh man a bunch of high schoolers going out and protesting that that this this black kid got killed for going into somebody's house but nobody's talking squat about the guy who you know the black kid who killed multiple people in new york nobody nobody's talking squat about the the crimes committed against illegal immigrants every day Nobody's talking about any of this stuff. Everybody's just nice and quiet about it. And I'm just I'm baffled. I am absolutely baffled that this is that this is where we're at. Mm-hmm. We're at a point where right now it's blowing my mind watching how close to the center now the Young Turks uh, have shifted. For those of you who don't know, the Young Turks are uh, there a YouTube little group, um, you know, that came in to to help the I'm with her rally and they they just very Democrat very left uh, radical left like ridiculously insanely radicalized left and now they're starting to swing back to the center because they're starting to realize just how much crap is going on in their own party Democrats are eating themselves alive Mayor Adams of New York City has literally called out by Biden and saying that the feds have abandoned New York's uh, migrant crisis of new york city's migrant crisis which is just getting worse because by the bus load migrant no I'm not gonna call them migrants screw that illegal aliens have literally jumped jumped fences they're loaded up onto buses and they say okay and we'll take you to sanctuary cities they're going to sanctuary cities because the democrats invited them did they not they have several times absolutely stinking so new york post so here we go ready Mayor Eric Adams blasted President Biden on Wednesday, saying that the White House has, quote unquote, turned its back on the Big Apple and left the city to handle the arrival of thousands of migrants on its own. A situation, Hosner said, had triggered one of the largest humanitarian crises that the city has ever experienced. That's right. A city that at one point had actually virtually eliminated their homelessness issue is now in a bigger crisis than ever before. The national government has turned its back on New York City, said Adams, blaming a projected $4.2 billion budget shortfall on the Fed's inaction. Every service in the city is going to be impacted by, by the asylum seeker crisis. That's right. They know where they can go. That's where they're going. Good. You know, this is in the lap of the president of the United States, said the mayor. The president of the United States can give us the ability to allow allow people to work. This is in the lap of the executive branch of the United States of America. The mayor added, claiming that most migrants had come to New York to work and support themselves, but are prohibited from doing so legally because they're not legal more than 55,000 foreigners claiming to be seeking refuge from persecution and violence have arrived in New York City in the last year. Wow. Some 200 asylum seekers arrive in the city every single day, documented that these are the number of people. And it costs the cities $380 per day per household Jeez. to provide them with shelter, according to the New York City City Hall most of the migrants about 30 uh, 34,600 of them are being put up in taxpayer funded emergency shelters mostly hotels with thousands more dropped off at eight humanitarian emergency response and relief centers every month okay wow
1: and this is this is this article is coming from where
0: oh this is new york post
1: oh my gosh yeah. oh yeah
0: so over 50,000 people have come, have come to New York City seeking assistance that they were told that they were going to be able to get because the city in its announcement actually said, come to us. We have plenty of work. We have plenty. We will take care of you. And they did. And guess what? They were bussed up by Texas, Arizona, Florida. Yep, absolutely. Keep it going. You guys claimed this. You were so self-righteous in this, and you know what? Those states didn't want them. It's you, you didn't pay attention when the Southern states said no, thank you. And well, we're a sanctuary city, but you know they just have to get here, okay? It costs. You know what? You know what? they, they did the math on it. You know what it costs to—to to, to, for a full bus? What it costs to bus them up? Mm. It was something like sixty-five bucks a head. Wow sixty five dollars a head versus three hundred eighty four dollars a day
1: yeah I'll take that yep
0: i I literally somebody tell me where I can send a check I will hell I'll drive it Shh. I'm Class A come on, let's do it. I'm all for it let's let's put seats in the back of my refrigerated trailer I'll have a have nice <laughs> air conditioned area I'll put the seats in there strap them on down get them all up there. I'll take that money. no problem. It's a 50, 50, you know, 50... uh, It's a long trailer. So I'll I'll, I'll get plenty of people in there. No problem. So you're getting what you asked for. And it's causing a problem. And you didn't listen to the people who were in the South who didn't want it in the first place.
1: Because it was causing a problem.
0: (laughs) So no, no, I hope you... Oh, I just, I just, I'm loving this right now. So over 50,000 people... Have come to the city, uh, come to the city of New York, seeking assistance, and they're being told, and basically being told that they're not allowed to work. Why? Oh, because they're illegal. Wow. Give them food, give them clothing if they need it, give them basic services that that they need. You're supposed, literally, is what he's saying. He's like you you will not allow them to work you have to give them food give them clothing if they need it give them basic services that they need you're supposed to make sure that they have three meals a day make sure that all children are educated and you're told that while you're doing that New York City uh, that New York City we're not going to give you anything in return wow really mayor adams your city that screamed that you guys were a sanctuary city is now upset Because you can't afford to be a sanctuary city. You didn't want to be a sanctuary city. Did you? Did you? You weren't ready for it. You weren't prepared for it. You were ready for it. If somebody else was willing to pay for it for you. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. So guess what? Mm. And it's here. I'll, I'll keep going. The situation will only become more costly and dire in the next month. When title 40, when the title 42 health policy is set to Expire. That's right. I, I want to point this out, and you, I bet you didn't know this because I didn't know it before I read this, and I had to jump into it and go, wait a second. The Pandera uh, pandemic era emergency measure, Title 42, was continued, that was continued by the Biden administration's let officials quickly expel millions of dollars to illegal immigrants on public health grounds.
1: So they were just spending money to take care of illegal immigrants? Because.
0: Yeah, your money. (laughs) Got around anything that you could have voted for. You wouldn't have been allowed to vote for that. You didn't get to vote for that. Nobody got to vote for it. Title 42, which was set up under the previous administration, was Emergency Health Care Act, was literally there to do exactly what it sounded like. It was emergency health care in the face of a pandemic. Mm Mm-hmm with millions of dollars of that money an untold literal millions dollars of that money going to illegals and these cities saying oh no problem we'll take them yeah we got them no worries and then they get there and it's like hey by the way they're illegal they can't work wait what yeah they're not going to pay taxes they're not going to work you still got to clothe them you still got to feed them got to give them refuge oh yeah you're, you're going to have to force your hotels to open up to take these people and have these people. And then there's people who aren't going to want to stay at those hotels. But you, but those and those hotel owners and they are. You can find them everywhere. Those hotel owners are going, wait, whoa, no, no, no. Now people don't want to stay in our hotels. Why? Because there's a bunch of illegals here who don't know our cultures, don't know our ways. They don't trust and wherever they are, or wherever the homeless are, you know, because they they're going to be desperately doing whatever they can to survive. I know I jumped in a Denny's dumpster. I know I'll do what I know. People will do whatever it takes to survive and have a quality of life. Guess what? Now you've got cities that cars are broken into. So often police won't come out. Police won't do anything. It's just it's absolutely ridiculous. Mm -hmm. The mayor. Oh, but we're not done. Don't worry. Okay. (laughs) So the mayor later claimed that in some ways the city was a victim of its own success Because it had paid for sheltering migrants without raising taxes or laying off municipal workers. Because they used Title 42, (laughs) which was emergency money that was supposed to be going to you, me, and everybody else legally in this country when the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. They misallocated it. However, Adams... Has now ordered city agencies to slash four billion dollars from their own budgets over the next four years to pay for this massive humanitarian effort. That's right. Slash their budgets so that their money can go over to paying for this, and that money is that's going supposed to go into to those departments. Well, that money is paid for by the government, right? <laughs> no. Oh, wait. That's we paid for by taxpayers. taxpayers. <laughs> and and, and, here, and here here's Adams trying to be a smart ass about it. You ready? The money God just doesn't appear and drop it in front of us, he said. As it currently stands, our national government has abandoned the city and their action and inaction could undermine the city. Everything we have fought for is in jeopardy if we don't get this right. So if you do not let me misallocate and misspend your tax dollars, we're going to have a problem. And the only re- way we do that is by telling city agencies, among which are sanitation, who are already fighting an up- uphill battle against the additional refuse and garbage and cleaning and, you know, the the tax on the sewer system and logistics and everything else that the city has to deal with, with the addition of 55,000 documented illegals sitting in the city eating and shitting everywhere, you know, because mm-hmm. they flush toilets and take showers and everything else too, people. Oh my gosh, go figure that your city, and now you wanna slash a billion dollars for the departments per, per year. So that you can keep paying for something that nobody wanted, nobody can afford, and, and you're just and, and then wait, just understand, that's the city. that's the city, and if you want to go as far as say, the state of New York, fine, go for it. But Mayor Adams, for all the people in New York City, where's their 187,500 dollars that they need to pay the federal government right now? For the stuff that you guys voted for. Where is it?
1: Don't got it.
0: Mm. Maybe one of those 55,000 illegals has got it sitting in a purse somewhere. <laughs> Check and see if it's not a scratcher. Because, you know, New York, got to do that scratcher. Got to do the lottery. So, everything we fought for is in jeopardy. If we don't get it right, you you, you just, you just should have stopped. Everything you fought for is in jeopardy. Everything. You're destroying your city. Congratulations. A city that up until recently was a representative of the heart of this country and you are destroying it. You did it. Good job. You made it. But, you know, you stood up there as your social justice self.
1: I don't understand why the illegal immigrant problem is even a problem to begin with. Like, I, I don't know why everybody keeps making it about race instead of actually looking at the logistics and the statistics of what the problems actually are mm-hmm. because people sit there and go oh man you know it takes forever and these tests to become a citizen they're so horrible and blah 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 they're so hard nobody else can i remember sitting down in school and them giving us a uh version like it just like a an example of what it is like it was a test that was from like you know four years ago they don't use anymore kind of thing because they updated every certain number of years or whatever but like they they went through it they had us all answer all the questions and everything and then they went over which ones were right and which ones weren't and basically we you know we had a whole like oh my gosh like what what kind of question is this and oh my god it's it's such a trick question and blah 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 I'm thinking like man this is so stupid like why would you, you know why would, you, you can't become a citizen if you're trying to take a test like this yep. trying to become a citizen and it's like it, it's that stuff still stands I don't 100% get it mm-hmm. it's it's kind of stupid the tests are stupid but instead of everybody sitting there going, "Hey, let's update the system for people to become citizens mm-hmm. and make it easier for people to become citizens so that we can actually help the economy so that they can actually get jobs and help
0: and be taxpayers." Because
1: it's the same it's the same issue that you're extreme either way. It's either you're an effing racist, and you go, oh, "Those Mexicans they are taking our jobs," and you're you know it, invalid. Mm -hmm. Or they're, oh, my God, can we just let them all in? Like, you know, they're just seeking refuge from this horrible country that's not like ours, which in my world, that's still just as racist. But, (laughs) you know, that aside, it's like they don't have any sense of what they're actually doing. It's like both sides are right in a way. Yes. Yeah. They, if they are coming in and they are getting jobs, but they don't have to pay taxes. Yes, they are stealing jobs. Yes, They are taking jobs from people that are going to pay their taxes and help the economy. If you're not paying taxes, you're not helping the economy. Getting a job and contributing to the system is what helps. If you're getting a job and you're making money, but you don't have to pay taxes on those on that money, you're literally getting free money which it sucks the system sucks it needs to be seriously updated it's dumb (laughs) there are too many taxes for too many different things yeah but at the same time in order for the entire system to thrive we can't have people that aren't paying taxes and so that that side yeah that that's the part that's right you can't just sit there screaming mexicans are taking your jobs it's that's racist (laughs) but on the other side of it yeah, we can't just let people in because if they're not paying taxes, they're destroying our economy.
0: But I, I want to help everybody out to understand this. We're not saying Mexicans. We're saying illegals. Yeah. Because they're coming from everywhere. They come in from all over the place. But, it's, but you can't say anything without yeah. them without somebody pulling the racist card. I'm sorry. You know what? Your racist card's been revoked. You, you don't have it anymore. You're not allowed. It's absolutely, it's ridiculous that, that they even can do this, you know?
1: Yeah. So it's just, like, if, if anybody wants to do some true, honest work, start some kind of movement that changes the way that our, you know, becoming a citizen program works because it's dumb mm-hmm. and it takes way too long. The backlog for it is ridiculous because the problem isn't that we don't need, like, the problem isn't that we're overpopulated, Oh my gosh, go drive around Texas, drive around Arizona, yeah. go drive around New Mexico. Th- there are so many spaces. There's so much land. There's so much for people. There's so many areas that people can be living in and we we just don't we're not utilizing so much space. And I get it, you know, the ones that like you you don't want to go and like continue to, you know, cut down forests and everything in the south. But this is why I'm pointing out the big areas that are just desert that nobody lives in because it's hot. But if there are people that are so horribly desperate to live in the United States, I'm sure you can continue to expand out in places like that. Mm-hmm. They, they, don't, they don't need to. like It's just these are all people that are willing to do whatever it takes to be a part of the entirety of the United States and all of our culture and all of our great capitalist system and all that crap. So it's like, why, why are we not? There are so many steps that can make this so much better. But we're so stuck on either they 're taking our jobs or ah oh, you 're so racist let 's just let them in they 're trying to mm-hmm. escape from horrible lives that we' we 're lo- missing the point. The point is that yes we we want to keep growing the United States growing is an amazing thing. our economy growing is a good thing. Mm-hmm. we want people to move here. we just yeah. want those people to actually join the system because we're yeah we 're born here we don 't have a choice yeah i don 't have a choice i, I did 't ask to be here. But I got thrown into a system where yes I, automatically I have to pay taxes as soon as I turn 18 that's it taxes I can't avoid them <laughs> they're gonna happen I live here I'm a citizen I have to legally I am it's supposed to yeah there's you know they're supposed to be voluntary and all that we talk about that a lot but it's like still they, we bo- we're born into a system where our job is to pay taxes we don't have a choice I can't go to the store and say I'm gonna buy something but not pay the tax like I can't I have to <laughs> so uh-huh. it's it's something I have to do. And these people are coming here by choice because they are, you know, whatever reasons they have, they want to come to the United States. And we have a system that is so messed up that we are forcing people to try to come here illegally. You want the solution. That's the solution. Not you're racist or, oh, we just got to let them in because, you know, their their life is so terrible. Like, that's not those aren 't solutions they 're not going to steal the jobs if it 's easy for them to become a citizen because then they get to do what the rest of us do, and that 's pay taxes and mm-hmm. you know mind our effing business and to be a part of this capitalist system that for a lot of people it's not it 's not set up for failure if you know how to do it if you 're not lazy and you know you know how to go about your stuff and not you know flaunt money around and spend it all on useless things. You're going to survive and you're going to do more than survive. You're going to live. And these people that are coming out here, they're not living. They're just scraping around to survive. Why would we want that for people when Mm -hmm. you you would want them to be a citizen and have a fair chance like, you know, the majority of us, because there are people that get handouts. (laughs) But the majority of us, a fair chance. So it's like I just the fact that it's an issue to begin with bugs me so much because it's not a hard thing to change. We just don't want to do it. We don't want that to be the solution. That's the biggest issue right now is that nobody wants solutions. They just want to fit their narrative. No matter which side you're on, there's a narrative. And everybody's so busy pushing that narrative forward that the solution is sitting right in front of us and we just don't want to do it because we want to fight the other side. And we're destroying everything because of that. Oh, man, the South can't handle it. You guys are just a bunch of racists. Come to our city. We're a sanctuary. You know, we we can take them in. It's not that bad. So the
0: South, which has been doing it for generations.
1: Right. We just we just been we're 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 just struggling because we choose to like this is our we're just complaining. We just Mm -hmm. we suck. That's Mm -hmm. apparently what it is. So we just we're just a bunch of big old babies. We can't handle it. But now they're there and they can't handle it either. And now it's like, oh. The Biden administration, you've turned your back. What mm-hmm. you you offered? <laughs> How are you going to say, "Hey, I could do that," and then go, uh, "Hey guys, uh not my fault." I know I said that they could come here and everything, mm-hmm. and I thought I could handle it. I'm not going to tell you I can't handle it. I'm going to tell you that it's somebody else's fault. That's the, the definition of not taking responsibility for your own. Ch- if he came out and he was like, "Listen." We have, we have a problem. We have an epidemic. There are way too many illegals here. We mm. can't afford to do this because they can't work. And I understand. I misjudged everything. We need, to have, we need to put a solution in place. This is a bigger problem than just me, but it is my fault that now I've opened my eyes because I'm dealing with it firsthand. Right. The Biden administration needs to step in. Then I would have been like, you know what? Because That's fair.
0: N- <laughs> no New Yorker should have to bear... The loss of one quarter of the funding for their yeah. tax-paying money for the city services that they pay for. You know, just just think about this. You already have a struggling police department. They got to figure out how to cut twenty-five percent off of that at where it is right yeah. now. You already have a struggling sewer system and sanitation system and transportation system, and they need to cut twenty-five percent off of it. But. There is one funny thing to the end of this, mm. and this is again we're not Republicans, but no, but I'm pretty but sure I made that clear. At the end later. of this, <laughs> at the end of this press conference, at the end of this, Mayor Adams sounded more like a Republican than anything I've ever heard him sound like. Ready? Okay. When asked what DC said in his re- in his in response to his repeated requests for financial help, Adams answered, "They say that we constantly hear." we understand your pain to which Adams replied I don't need you to understand I need your help the White House did not immediately respond to requests from comment from the post for the past or to the comments or anything that were said to to Marwa so Adams so literally he's like okay great lip service I'm still struggling. Yeah, we hear you.
1: Yeah, we understand. We
0: understand your pain.
1: I need solutions, not comfort. <laughs> yeah.
0: And congratulations. Right there, you sounded like a constitutionalist. You sounded like a centrist. You sounded like a humanitarian, not a party pundit. Mm-hmm. Because that is what, not what we need. We don't need pundits. We don't need that. That's garbage. We need change. Yeah. We need actual work. We need actual help. So for one brief moment, you weren't a politician.
1: You were a normal human being that wants to do something about it. You
0: were a guy sitting at home saying, listen, the company that I worked for is gone. And I just found out they haven't paid my unemployment that I've been paying the company for. We understand this is going on in Missouri right now. We understand your pain and, and we empathize with you. I, I don't need, I don't give a shit. Tell me what I can buy with your understanding my pain. Yeah. Tell me what, what bill I can keep on with, with your, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Oh, this is, a, oh, we, but we all have to chip in. Oh, by the way, do you have your $187,500? Come on. Anybody? Anybody got it laying around? It's like, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? Right, let me open this drawer real quick and check, quick and check here. Nope. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe if I look over in the drawer over there, maybe it'll be there. You think it'll be there? No. <sighs> okay, so where do you think it'll be?
1: Nowhere. Because we don't have it. Because we're all in debt.
0: Okay. Hey, wait. I got it. Can I borrow $187,500 from you? N-
1: no, because I don't have it either.
0: Oh. You know what? the protesters who are protesting in Tennessee calling it racism for the three people that were kicked out despite the fact that one of them was a white woman um you think they have the money for us that we can go ahead and borrow from them Mm -mm. and then Canada can we borrow it from Canada
1: (laughs) no we're I'm just gonna call up
0: Canada and ask if I can borrow $187,500 you think that'll work no but union jobs are secure for a little bit longer. See and th- this is the thing, and even you don't understand this. Why do I bash against union jobs?
1: Because they're set up for everybody else to fail and for the people that are in them to fail if they want to get ahead.
0: Are we a socialist economy? No. Okay. What are we? Um We're a, capital- a capitalist. <laughs> okay in a capitalist economy i let me ask you this if we want somebody to mow our lawn okay we get 10 people that come out and give us quotes to mow their lawn to mow our lawn okay we get a bunch of varying quotes who are you going to pick
1: well, it depends if I'm strapped on money, then the cheapest. If I'm not and I want a quality job, then whoever's going to do the best job.
0: Okay. And you're going to check them, do your own due diligence and yeah. make sure that you choose the right person, check their, their Yelp, whatever you, or whatever Google reviews or whatever you want to do. Right. Mm-hmm. You're going to look them up. You're going to look around, see how long they've been in business. And depending on how much you want to look, you're going to go through and do the traditional things that a person looks to find money or to find out about the people, and then decide which one you're going to pay for, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So even if the cheapest one came in and they were the cheapest, but they had a horrible reputation, let's, let's just go with, Goog- on Google, they had one star and 6,000 reviews. You I'm gonna not choose them? choosing them. Okay. <laughs> now, what if they were the most expensive, had one star, 6,000 reviews?
1: Still not choosing them.
0: But you have to. Because they're a union. They're going to charge you more than anybody else. They're not going to allow bids to go out for the same kind of infrastructure stuff that can be done. Now, I'm, and people, I, I want to explain this and make this very clear. I'm not talking about bridges, I'm talking about sprinkler installation, I'm talking about landscaping, I'm talking about gutter cleaning, paintings, all simple things that should be allowed to be contracted and money. That should be allowed to go. But but here's the circle of it. You ready? Hmm. Unions come in. It's got to be a union-only position. Unions don't compete against each other. So there's only one union for sanitation. There's only one union for garbage. There's only one union for electrical. There's only one union for plumbing in your area. So you can choose whoever you want as long as they're a union.
1: That's not fair. <laughs> oh,
0: no. That's what a union is. And then... Unions, I, I just want to point this out and let me just verify it real quick here. All right, so I just looked it up, and I just wanted to verify this. So the NRA apparently paid millions of dollars lobbying, lobbying for uh, for gun rights, okay? Okay U.S. organized labors in in just at the end of the year, 2020, 1.8 billion dollars. On politics, politicians, political lobbying efforts, $1.8 billion. So they did that, lobby. We get, oh, Biden creates this huge omnibus bill of fat pork spending for union jobs where the unions get back more money and the unions keep the cycle going. You want to talk about corruption? It's the unions. Can you imagine that? Hey, so this is the way it's going to work, okay? You, you're not going to give me money, this is, all right? You're going to give all of the girls money, okay? And in return, you're going to give all the girls money, and the girls are going to tell me to give you money. And then you're going to give a percentage of that back to the girls, and the girls are going to tell me to make sure that I'm giving you money. That's the cycle By the way That's all Amy's money I'm spending So I don't care <laughs> That's in, in, a, in an essence In essence of breakdown That's what this What unions have become Every day Millions of Of Of, of union members Have money taken From their ta- paycheck To support Political propaganda And a political agenda It doesn't matter you know what's crazy is the majority of union jobs are blue collar jobs a majority of of blue collar workers are conservatives but a majority of the money paid for for political agendas are left leaning
1: you're hurting my head
0: but everybody's Getting money for unions that's why Every senator is A proud believer in union jobs Do you know I've, I've Helped with several political campaigns In the past right mm-hmm. and every single One down to a county controllers position Every single one Was always asked where do you stand for with Union jobs That's what they cared about That was it Nothing else we're cycling money out of taxpayers' hands between the government and unions and going back and forth. This is money laundering. That's what it is. I come to you, let's just just think about this. You are the government. You are you you are Queen Kiki. Your Highness. You know the tax dollars that you're taking from people, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we would like you to use that money to fix their infrastructure okay sounds good right Mm -hmm. awesome however I have a labor interest group that can handle all of that labor but I want you to seem fair so I want you to make sure that you allow anybody to bid on the work that needs to be done as long as it's done by my labor group and in return. I will directly from me to you and your efforts to continue to be queen will give you money back. All you're doing is taking it from them to hand over to me to fix up their stuff so I can give back to you. And never once did you have to pay a cent for that.
1: Yeah, it's dumb.
0: That's what we're doing. It's absolute insanity. And we just now in this administration have $6 trillion going that way. And cities that are looking to, New York is just one of the cities, but cities looking to cut funding from their taxpayers who are already now owe $187,500 to pay for everything and by the way if your kids are over under the age of 18 then you need to make up their their money so you know just keep that in mind that you know we're going to need that three hundred and seventy four thousand dollars from you so all good with that
1: don't forget to hit that follow button on whatever you're listening from like our podcast page on facebook follow us on instagram and twitter you can find all of that in our link tree in the description and be sure to give our website a visit
0: StupidPodcastOnEverything.com. And until then, peace out with your peace out.
1: Bye.